Episode oh. eight starts now. Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, principal at Maple Elementary School in Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, an elementary assistant principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri. This week, we welcome Julie Woodard to the podcast. Julie describes herself as an edu-doodler. She has many sketch notes that make the rounds on Twitter, bringing smiles and motivation to educators. Personally, I love to see her doodle. I love to see her doodles pop up in my feed. They are relevant, challenging, and simple messages about life through words and pictures. Julie, I'm looking forward to hearing you highlight your passion of sketch noting. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. All right. Well, Julie, <clears throat> help us to get to know you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, first of all, I'm a mom and a grandma. I have six grandbabies. Um, I don't, I'm seeing a few of them over break. We are on spring break this year. I live in Rockwall, Texas, which I'm transplanted from Michigan. I used, to, I was a Michigander until I was 40 and I'm segueing over to be a Texan. Uh, the first phrase that I learned when I moved here was, the first thing I heard on the radio was, you've got to shop our store. The prices are lower than a steak's belly in a wagon wheel rut. <laughs> I, I I had to process through that one a little while to become an actual Texan to understand what that meant. So that was the first thing I heard when I came to Texas. And no, not everybody has a cow in their front yard. <laughs> Julie, Very if you cool. want to create a hashtag that defines your passions about education, what would your hashtag be and why? Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, curve, curve ball out of left field. Let's see. Uh, Hashtag, um, voice of, do I have a minute to ponder? Listen to voice, trust, believe, inspire. Can it be four words all hooked together? There you go. It's your why do those words come to mind? Inspire through. Nah, what a, the order doesn't really matter, but inspire, it's got to be in there. What do those words mean to you? Um, inspire, I think you kind of said it a little bit with the um, comment about people seeing the notes. Um, I almost get a tear every day because someone will send me a picture of how they use one of my notes in their classroom. Um, they'll, they have it up on the board. They made it into a bulletin board. They made it an activity with their kids. They something. And the people that send these to me are from all over the world. So it looks really kind of neat when someone who in India sends me a picture of my sketch note up on their board and their kids are using a Flipgrid and they're using the chart that I made for Flipgrid or, um, Someone will say, oh, that was just the message that I needed to hear today. Thank you for posting that this morning. How did you know or whatever? They're in Kentucky or something, you know, or Canada or anywhere. They're kind of everywhere. But I I feel like my heart gets all full when that happens because it's like the something in there inspired somebody to have a better day, you know, and I don't know why. I mean. That's yes. that kind of fills your heart up a little bit when you just made somebody's day better. So, well, and I've told you on Twitter through messages that I've used them in my staff newsletters. Yeah. 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 It's fun to see how people throw them in. I had some I've had people send them to me when their pictures on like a, on the screen and they're presenting. Um, they all use them presenting a lot. Um, I have some authors that use them to promote their books. Um, they're just all different kinds of uses 
printing them and putting them on notes cards. Principals print them and give them as posters to their faculty. It's, awesome. That's kind of inspiring to me. It is. Yeah. <laughs> around because then when I see someone says something like, oh, okay, I guess I, I guess I should, you know, keep going. I don't know. Cause you never know when you send them out, when, when I send them out too, it's funny because I'll think, oh, I don't, I don't know if anybody's going to go for this, this one or not. I'll just, you know, I'll just send it and it can go crazy or the, <laughs> then I'll do one like, oh man, everybody's going to love this one. You know, this is, this is really cool. And like 10 people like it. <laughs> okay. I guess I haven't figured that out. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's no, there, I don't know if it's a timing thing or uh, it, when it hits the people's boot or what, but I have not predicted the likability or whatever of these. Oh, yeah, my light went out. <laughs> yeah, those automatic timer things. <laughs> I have to do a belly dance and a hula dance and uh, <laughs> something to get it, the motion sensors to see mine to make it come back on, too. <laughs> Standing up and down, waving my arms won't do it. it like it figures out I got to do something crazy. <laughs> well, Julie, uh, I've, I've seen a few of those and was inspired this morning by um, your Be Intentional one. So this kind of ties into uh, how you get your ideas. So share a message from a book you're reading or that you have read that has moved you to create a sketch note and kind of how this message has called you to action or, or calls you to do something with it. Well, I'm going to answer that very honestly, and I think it's going to surprise you. And it's probably the wrong answer, but honesty first. Okay. Okay. I don't read very much in education. And I'll tell you why. Because when I'm doing the sketch notes, I want them to be me. Mm. I'm afraid that if I read um, a lot of other educators' books, then I'll start sounding like them. And I don't want to like quote somebody else. I want to be me. Um, I do. I'm on Twitter a lot. And so I see a lot of people, Kids Deserve It is on the bulletin board behind you. Um, the Kids Deserve It book snippets I have read. Um, snippets of um, Shattering the Teacher Myth from Aaron Hogan. Mm -hmm. um, snippets from Culture Eyes. But I don't want to read the whole thing because I don't want to be creating their work unless they ask me to, which some people do. But when I when I create an image, I want it to be from me and my thinking. And I don't want to like get my head all full of their thoughts. And then I have to, what's mine and what's theirs. Does that make any sense at all? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm very careful not to like get my head all what what the someone else's words and then I don't want to use someone else's words because that would not be truth you know that would not be me so my very one of my very first sketch notes your kids deserve it sticker one of my big um sketch notes that kind of catapulted me into a certain uh, uh, realm area was the one I did for Adam Welcome and um Ted Todd um for kids deserve it and I see your sticker there and I have that sticker yeah. on my door too um <laughs> Because their their thinking is very um, in line with mine, um, as is you know Jimmy Casas, Jimmy Casas, and um, George Kiros, of course, and others. They're they're all in my. I don't mind. I have read Innovator's Mindset, yes, and I did do the book study on that. Um, but I don't <laughs> want to. I don't. But I don't keep reading them because I don't want to embody them. I want to embody me. If that makes any sense at all. 
in, in my drawings. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. I ask my kids that all the time. I've watched videos of me when I teach and I've been interviewed a lot with, with the film. And I always, at the end, I always go, does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> Apparently that's the phrase I ask my kids all the time. <laughs> okay, Julie, reflect on these statements. Right now, one thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by... Oh my goodness. One thing that's going well for me is my, um, a friend of mine, um, who's a principal at a, at a, in our district, but not my school, a neighboring school. She and I have written a draft of a book that we are trying to get published. Um, we don't know how the publishing is going to work, but we are trying to, um, we've come, we've gotten some really good um, feedback and we're looking forward to working on how to publish that. And it will have a link. I mean, a website in it. We have a website where um, it's almost ready to go live where it will have all my um, sketch notes available for people to get online and use in other ways like products and cups and mugs and awesome. That's that great. Kind of, all that that's kind of stuff. Cool. So that's coming along. That's coming along really well. Um, I'm going to be presenting at a conference in Arkansas in June, and that's kind of exciting uh, on the material from the book. Um, so things are going really well, and I have a new eight-month-old grandbaby who's really cute. He's learning to crawl. So I could go on the grandbaby front giving you highlights about what's going really well very easily. And the second question is, I want to grow by? Oh, Okay, tomorrow I am going to, wow, your questions are timely. Tomorrow I am going to a neighboring university and applying for grad school again. Wow. And um, <laughs> I just have a regular old elementary education master's degree, but um, I'm going to go through principal certification classes, if they'll accept me, <laughs> um, tomorrow at, an, at another school and get that done over spring break and get all that application done because, um, you know, it's time. That's exciting. It's time. So I'm going to get that under my belt and see what happens next. So that's where we're going next. Awesome. Yay. All right. Well, best of luck with that. I like to grow. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to pull out three words again. So I'm glad that you're, you had a hashtag with four. So this will be no, no problem for you. What three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do these words come to mind? Impact on my life in what venue? Like academically? Could be through my life. With, uh, going into teaching, could just be uh, growing up. The biggest impact on my life is my husband. And what three words like would you're you gonna make me cry? I get emotional about stuff. <laughs> so um probably dedication, commitment, and uh uh dedication, commitment, stick to itiveness. That those are all those are all the same. <laughs> those are all the same action, aren't they? That's all right. Good um, because uh, I've been married to the same man for 36 years, 35 maybe. I'm not very good at math, which he reminds me all the time. He does all my math for me. But, um, but uh, we have four children, and we raise the most fantastic children you will ever meet. And uh, that's that happens when you partner. And um, 
work together and do what you need to do and have stick to itivism. <laughs> and um, he he would be my most inspirational person. He doesn't know that, but that's great. Hey, I promised you light, fun. You can't cry. I know. Sorry, <laughs> it was a true question. <laughs> Give me a little curveball. I get emotional about a lot of stuff. So. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Right, Julie, what is I'm better now. What's been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education? Well, when I, it, <laughs> it was literally the week before spring break, I think last year when I started dabbling in these sketch note things. And um, I think um, probably the, like I, the, when Adam ordered one from me, I'd, I'd put a few on to, like I said, when I put them on, I don't know, you're really making yourself vulnerable. You're taking a risk. You're doing all those things you're supposed to, you know, go for it, try it, whatever. Cause you don't know, are people back, are people in their, in their classrooms and their workplaces like snickering when these go out or what? Cause you don't know. But um, when Adam ordered one and we determined what the market fair price would be for like custom notes and stuff like that. And, um, and then people continued to order them and publishers use them and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, this, you know, this is, you know. And then, you know, when you get, I don't know, invitations from people to uh, do a podcast or, <laughs> you know, um, share the story behind it, 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 it validates you know, that you're doing the right thing. And I, when people share with me that, you know, how they're using them or how they inspired them. So, yeah. Awesome. It's kind of cool to think that your work is, is literally all over the, you know, the kids deserve it stickers and all that kind of stuff is, is literally everywhere. That's Oh gosh. It's so funny. I'll, I, I, the, I, you don't know this part, but I teach world geography. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I teach world geography and language arts. And people have said, oh, you need to put a pin in your map every time, you know, one comes. And, you know, that would be fabulous. But I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't even do that. I mean, I thought for a while, oh, my gosh, what if we could, like, do something like every time we hear. But and and it's funny because I'll, I'll get um, a retweet or something and I look and it's a city and I'm like, OK, I teach world geography. I've never even heard of this place before. Like Adelaide. Do you know where Adelaide is? You know, <laughs> And the people, because a lot of people in the world, they put like, like I put Rockwall or, you know, you'd put Kansas City or something. Well, when you're in Australia, you don't know where Kansas City is, you know. So the people that are, I have a lot of people in Australia that follow me. In fact, I'm on their, they honored me on a Teach Tech Play website. I was with their featured educator in January in Australia, of all places. And so... When I when one opens up and it'll say the city, I have to like I have to type in the city to see where it is. <laughs> I'm like because there's a lot of people in Wales and uh, around England and just all over that area that I don't know because they'll say Brookenshire or you know just different kind of names and I'm like, I don't even know where that is. And we've had you know in Scotland and Reykjavik and. How cool. Just everywhere. And it's it's really kind of fun to open them up and I'll go, oh my gosh, this one's from Singapore, Bang, Bang, Bangladesh. And then I'll get, you know, Bhutan. And I wish I had pinned them all, but there's no, there's no way because there's just right. every, every time I look at my phone, I have like 80 notifications, <laughs> but, but that makes it fun. And that's then awesome. I, people okay. are showing me what they're doing with my stuff. So yeah, that's inspiring. That is. It really, it, 
they're everywhere. I don't know how to say that humbly, but <laughs> I you mean, it surprises. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound humble when I say it, but it surprises the heck out of me when I open it up. I was like, "Whoa, this one's in Singapore now or something." I know. Be loud and proud, Julie. Loud and proud. Well, it's weird because that's the power of Twitter, though. I right. mean, Twitter, sure. you know, it's the power of Twitter. It's not really me, but it's just it. It is amazing when you know. I open them up and they're doing, it's on a bulletin board. Someone took one and they made their whole paper bulletin board. The one that is like think ways to say no or ways to say yes. Don't say no ways to say yes. And they, they made like a six by six paper bulletin board and drew it all out with markers and had everything exactly like my sketch note, the big blue, no, and the big blue. Yes. And the whole thing. And then very down at the very bottom, it says at Woodard underscore Julie. Like they literally had my little um, Twitter hashtag down in the corner, right where it was. It was exactly my bulletin board, but it was like six by six that kids had drawn and teachers had drawn and made it giant. So that's cool. All right. If your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. How do you promote self care besides just getting grandbaby time? I'm sure. <laughs> yes, grandbabies. Um, <laughs> I go to bed at nine o'clock at night. So that's, that's my filler upper. Um, art, art is my, is my, I have, I create, um, I do every needle art there is and I quilt. And um, so if I'm doing some kind of art that's relaxing and, and stress reducing for me, um, comforting for me, I like, I like to do any kind of art at all. Um, and, being with my family our my my um, probably fill up days um we have a lot of family events probably once every four or five weeks where all of my kids and all of my grandkids are all at my house and we have a big you know huge dining room table and living room and we just all literally like hang out we don't ha I, I we don't have a television set in my living room on purpose and so when we're all there hanging all out we're you know together and we're playing the piano and the little grandbabies are dancing and people are laughing and cooking and eating. And my, my, I usually start crying at some point and they go, you guys, mom's happy. Look at mom. She's happy. Cause she's sitting over there crying. Cause all my kids are in one place, but it fills my heart that, you know, and they get along so well and they're there for each other all the time. So that's, that's really, that, that fills me up when I know my kids are so awesome. That is great. And, and I mean, I have awesome students too, but my, my heart gets really filled with my children too. Awesome. Okay. This month we are promoting hashtag meaningful March. What is one thing you can do to make this month remarkable? Uh, if a publisher would tell me they're going to publish my book, that would be remarkable. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for that. Um, If my son gets back from Ethiopia next week, safe and sound, that would be remarkable. Um, if my kids, oh, I'm scoring 87 essays over spring break. Oh, my. <laughs> um, they wrote literary essays, and they were due like a couple days before spring break. So if I'm happy with the literary essays, that would be remarkable. <laughs> They've showed progress and growth, um, which they have. So far, I think I've done 10. I decided if I do 10 a day, but that's not even going to work because I don't have enough days to do 10 a day and get done. So. Um, I'm going to have to up my number like 17 a day or something. Um, but uh, if they show growth, that would be remarkable. 
Um, if I heard from NCTE where I did a proposal to speak, that would be remarkable. Um, I've got a lot of little, oh, if I get my blog posted up with my coordinator, that would be remarkable. We're starting a new blog for our district on literacy and we're meeting Friday to do that. That would be remarkable. I have a lot of little kettles on the stove. Yep. You've got a lot in the burner. Pardon me? A lot on the burner. Yes, I do. I like to, uh, I have a full plate, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I've, we've always been that way. Our whole family's that way. So. If I got my house done, that would be remarkable. My husband and I are building our own house. Wow. But we have been for like 12 years, so. <laughs> it's very slow. When, when four hands build a house our, forever. With our secretaries, they both just built a house this last year, so <laughs> they can give you some ideas. No, we, we're building it ourselves with our own hands. Oh, my gosh. We're the, he's, we're a build, we do it all ourselves. So I lay all the tile, and I do all the paint, and he does all the woodwork, and... Wow. I do all the stain and I do all the knobs and I do all the trim and yeah. So we're building it ourselves. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's why it's cool. taking forever. <laughs> okay. We've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. We're going to fire five questions at you and want you to answer the first thought that comes to mind. The first question that comes to mind the first or the thought, first answer that first comes thought. to mind. Yeah. This is like they do this on the voice or something. Fast <laughs> One of those shows where you got to say it really fast and you sound dumb because you say a really dumb word. Okay. I think you're going to rock it. Okay. Question one. Here we go. What is one easy way you pump the passion every day? Sleep. <laughs> School lunch or home lunch? What? School lunch or home um, lunch? I have the absolute world's best intentions for bringing my lunch. And I remember 20% of the school year. So 80% of the school year, I have to do something else. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up, Julie? Oh, I haven't decided that yet. I tell everybody I don't, I'm 58 years old, by the way. I'm 58 years old. And I keep telling everybody I have no clue what I want to be when I grow up. But um, I am going to principal school next week so or tomorrow. So maybe I'll be a principal someday. Awesome. I always Wait. said I wanted to be a wife and a grandma when I grew up. But my husband and I said we checked that off the list already. Now yeah. what? <laughs> Which emoji do you use most frequently? The pencil, I think. I think maybe the pencil. Or or I really like the hedgehog. I don't know. Pencil, hedgehog. <laughs> awesome. Would you rather have more time or more money? Everybody has 24 hours in a day and it's how you choose to use them that is important. And I use them really well. Um, hmm, I know this is supposed to be fast. I'm not really a big money person, but I use my time really well. So let's go with a few more bucks. All right. Well, Julie, this has been uh, truly a great way to uh, uh, they learn more about Sketchnote and hear about you. Uh, you've been a joy to learn from. And we just want to give you a chance to share any uh, closing statements with people that are going to be listening about uh, your passion of, of Sketchnoting. Well, try Sketchnoting with your kids. There, It has a visual superiority effect, it's called, with kids. Because when you draw with students, 
See, I think there's a difference between visual note taking and sketch noting. My sketch noting is planned. They're kind of spaced out. I erase a letter if I don't do it right. That's that's different. Um, but visual note taking with your kids, have your kids. I always have my students do visual note taking and we do them together and I'm doing it on the screen and they're doing it and we watch and um, like we'll be reading a difficult text and breaking it down. It works really great for ESLs because you're breaking down your uh, or ELLs, depending on what your district uses that term. And um, you're breaking down the terms and it, I'll say now, that makes me think of a canon when they're fighting. And so I'll draw a canon. Now you draw what you're thinking of. And they'll draw what they're thinking of. But then when you recall it later and you ask them about the Napoleonic battles or whatever, they go, oh, it's in the canon. The, it, the date's in the canon. And that because your brain remembers what you drew first. But not if, like, I were to draw a sketch note and hand it to you about this, this article, it wouldn't have the same effect as if you drew it because you drew a bomb blowing off and that was your cannon explosion. And then when you remember the little cannonball and I asked you about Napoleonic War, you remember the little, but I drew a So you have to, it's their individual, the individual note taking that you do. If a student is doing that, when you ask them to recall something later, that they get, they remember the image first. You can see them processing through. They see the image and then they'll go, oh, that was this battle, da, 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 da. But they remember from the image first. So try it with your kids. You'd be really amazed that it's not, you don't have to be an artist. The kids don't have to be an artist. It's the fact of them putting the learning into something visual that puts it in a different compartment in their brain so that when they try to recall it later, it's in a different place and it's more recallable. And um, they will find it and they'll learn it and it makes learning even more engaging for them. So try it with your kids. It's a blast. Cool. Visual note taking. Different than actually sketch noting, but sure. semantics. Great. I'm sure it's high engagement too. Oh, they love it. They yes. love it. And then they bring me ones from home that they made about something. So. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, tune in next week to learn more as we... Share mo. Share mo. Thank you for letting me be here today. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks, Julie.